You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast for Wednesday, January 25th. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Check out the uh, Chris and Nick show, as well as the work that I do here on the Valentine's Views podcast. All right, Giants fans, General Manager Joe Shane and Head Coach Brian Dable held their season-ending press conference on Monday following the end of the Giants season Saturday. They're Divisional round loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Shane and Dable talked about a number of things. Uh, Joe Shane discussed the uh, free agencies of quarterback Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Made it clear that he wants both players back, but that if push comes to shove, it also seemed obvious in listening to what Shane said that uh, that Daniel Jones would be the priority. Another thing that, that Shane talked about was the fact that when it comes to free agency, that the Giants would prefer in-house candidates. They would like to take care of as many of their 18 unrestricted free agents. They're going to sit down. They're going to figure out which guys they want to keep. They'd like to keep uh, as many of, of those guys as you know that as they identify as players they'd like to go forward with. They'd like to take care of them before we get to the free agency period uh, later in the spring. Shane was also asked about the rookie class and had some interesting things to say regarding the, the ups and downs of the 11 players that he drafted in his first draft class as a general manager. And he was also asked if there was a talent gap between the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles and perhaps some of the other top teams in the NFC. And he admitted that there was, had some interesting things to say about that and about how the Giants would go about addressing that. What I'm going to do for you right now is I'm going to play a few minutes of the audio from that press conference. You'll hear uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dayball talk about all of the topics uh that I previously mentioned, and perhaps a couple of other things as well. Uh, we'd like Daniel to be here. Again, he, he said it yesterday. There's there's a business side to it, but um, we feel like Daniel played well this season. He's done everything that we asked him to do, and you know, again, there's a business side to it. We we haven't went down that road yet. Um, you know, we still got to have our meetings with our staff late in the week, and uh, we'll devise an off-season plan. But we, we haven't had those meetings yet. But uh, we would like to have Daniel Jones back. Joe, Joe, ha- having said that, when did you know? I mean, you and Dave's came in and had to do your due diligence and see what you had in Daniel and everybody else. When did you make the decision, both of you guys? This guy's our guy to move forward with. 
Yeah, I don't know if there was necessarily an aha moment or anything like that. We just continued to evaluate him throughout the season and, you know, what the coaches were asking him to do. And, you know, he was executing the game plans. And Dave's and I communicate on a, on a daily basis, um, you know, not just Dave's and I, but the offensive staff and what they're asking him to do. And uh, he continued to prove out throughout the season. So I don't know the exact date or time when we're like, Dan- Daniel's our guy, but we're pleased with how we played this season. Joe, Joe obviously, your other big contract is Saquon. Um, is that somebody also you would like to keep? And is the franchise tag a possibility with you? Yeah, we, again, this, this is a special team to me. It was my first year. We would like to have all the guys back. I really would. But there's there's a business side to it. And, you know, there's rules that you need to operate under in terms of the salary cap. And, you know, Saquon's, he's a good player. He's a great teammate. You know, I love to get to, I love getting to know him this season. And, you know, he's a guy we would like to have back. It's just, again, we haven't had, you know, our, our end-of-season meetings yet. We're less than 48 hours after that game. So everybody's going to step back, you know, take the emotion out of it, evaluate the roster, and then, again, there's we got to operate on a salary cap. How are you going to divvy up how, how we're going to create the roster? Um, what are the priority positions and how we're going to move forward? But, you know, we, we would like to have Saquon back if, if it works out. Yeah. You know, how do you see the uh, – when you say when you say you want Daniel back, ideally, would you like that to be a long term deal or a multi year deal? Yeah, we're going to get into all that. I, again, it takes two. You know, both sides got to have those conversations. We haven't we haven't crossed that bridge yet. So um, there's tools at our disposal. Um, again, we'll go through several scenarios. It's kind of like I mentioned it last year, and maybe it was at the combine, but the if then scenarios. You know, you got to go through all those because you don't know. Um, you know, how things are going to fall because it's negotiating. This is why you love the draft. You turn in the card, they're yours. You know, you know what the contract structure is. You know the years. Um, you know, this is where there's two parties involved. And, you know, it's going to be time consuming. But, um, you know, we'll get together as a staff. We'll, we'll talk through the different options and, you know, have those discussions when it's appropriate. With Saquon, how do you view running back positional value versus he's also, other than Daniel, your best playmaker? Listen, Saquon's done everything we've asked him to do, and he's, he's a good football player. Again, like uh, the positional value, we'll, we'll get into you know how we want to build this team and allocate our resources, and that's that's what it comes down to. So, again, he, he's, he's a good football player. Um, he was durable for this this year. Uh, he played well, and, you know, again, he's he's a guy that we'd like to have back. Joe just said we may not have been the most talented, but we were a team. Right. Um, do you now look ahead after your first year and think, okay, now we are one of the more talented teams. We could do a lot more with this. You know me, I take it day by day. I think it's uh, year by year. Every team is different. You know, just because you won one year doesn't guarantee you anything the next year relative to you know, what players you have, what players you don't have. I mean, you take a look at the 2000 and what, last year's playoffs, I think seven of them. Didn't make the playoffs the following year. Uh, the two top seeds had losing records. So I think what our goal will always be just get better each day, you know, try to put the best uh, team we can together, um, you know, work at it each day and not get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, you know, I appreciate, like Joe said, all the people that had a hand in, in this year. Uh, obviously didn't end up where we wanted to end up, but uh, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of uh, energy it took a lot of people um in all areas of our building so that's you know off season starts you know it started the day after you know we lost unfortunately but that's where we're at and um do the best job we can of building up our team the best way we can our organization and then going out there and taking it day by day
that Joe said that you know he wants Daniel back. Um, obviously, that was you guys have talked about this a lot. Um, why do you want Daniel back, and why do you think he can take this team? You know, get another trophy with this if you do think he can. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I've said it all year. He's done everything that we've asked him to do um, as an offensive staff, and he's done a really good job with you know operating and executing our offense. I think he's made strides in a lot of different areas. Uh, Certainly, we can all make strides and more, but he's you know he's been a good leader for us. Uh, he's played the quarterback position well for us, and you know I'm happy we had him. Joe, on Saquon, when you try to determine his financial value, how much do you factor in character and contribution to culture as opposed to talent when it comes to that evaluation? Yeah, I mean that's if if that wasn't important, we probably wouldn't be approaching him. So that's that's kind of a starter for us. You know, if you're a good teammate, you're a culture fit for how we want to do things. That's where we go to those players. But then we don't factor in it. You know, when you're making comps, like it's hard to put a value on that. I mean, that's important, but you can look at how many yards, touchdowns, Pro Bowls, games played, games missed. You know, those are more, um, you know, markers that we can establish value on. But uh, we, we wouldn't approach him or look to sign a guy if they didn't fit our culture, if we didn't think so. How close were you with him? How close were you with him? Did you consider you guys close when you guys had the discussions conversations and it just you know we we were we were off on the the value and you know again we we said we would circle back up at the end of the season and continue those conversations but you know that time of year we we weren't really that close i don't think vacations can be tricky you already know how to book flights and hotels but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What do you make of your rookie class, your first draft, and just your entire rookie class? What do you think about it, and I mean, was it what you wanted it to be? Yeah, I mean, I like, I like the guys we brought in. I think, um, you know, there's some ups and downs, which you're always going to have with rookie classes. You know, I think Kayvon, you know, he got injured in that Cincinnati game in the preseason, and then, you know, kind of got healthy throughout the season and hit his stride. Um, Evan, same deal, had some ups and downs and, you know, battled through injury. Um, you know, Wandell was, was, you know, really coming along. He had, you know, over a hundred yards through three quarters in the Detroit game. So, um, you know, he'd have been a big time contributor, you know, especially down the stretch if he just stayed healthy. So, um, again, a lot of contributions without going through, you know, Flott made some big plays, made a big play in the Minnesota game. Um, you know, has a high ceiling. We're excited about him. Azudu started some games, um, and then got injured. I guess, you know, when, when these guys get healthy, 
you know, again, next year, I think, again, that's going to provide depth, and some of those guys are going to compete for starting spots. Um, you know, Bellinger, we thought, you know, had a really good season. Again, he, he got injured. I think they all got injured except McFadden at some point, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, Dane Belton, same deal. I mean, uh, when he was out there, he played well, had two interceptions for us. Um, you know, DJ Davidson, unfortunately, had an ACL in London, but was a contributor in a rotational role. Uh, Beavers in the preseason, you know, he was competing to start at Mike. Um, excited to see him when he comes back. Um, and then Marcus McKeithen was having a really good camp for us uh, before tearing his ACL. So um, when healthy, I think there's going to be some really good contributors out of the class this far. Um, and then some other guys that will be really good depth players for us. But smart, tough, dependable players that uh, we're happy we have. Do you plan on being aggressive in, in the free agent market? Is that somewhere where you're going to... Now look to really infuse this roster with talent that way. Yeah, again, it's it's gonna based on our own. I mean, we got some guys that are good players that are currently UFAs that we need to, you know, again, these are known commodities in house um, that we know intimately from being with with them for a year, and you know, we'll see who we want to bring back throughout these meetings, and you know, what their market value is going to be based on our analysis, and. You know, again, if we can bring some of our own back, we will. Mixed with guys outside the building, we'll look at that. But, um, you know, ideally to me, um, the known commodities that are good football players that you know, you know, that's going to be our priority first. And then we'll look outside the building if we need to to supplement the roster. You called the loss to the Eagles a crash landing. How do you balance the success of the regular season with the disappointment of that playoff game in evaluating the entire season? I think you just take a step back. You, you, you give the coaches some time to evaluate uh, the players, and then we'll have time to evaluate the things that we've done, um, whether that's scheme, personnel, decisions. You just take a step back. You know, fortunately, I've, unfortunately, I've been involved in eight playoff losses, so um, 24 wins, and uh, each year is different. Each year is different year. You know, it's different than it was you know, 30 years ago. Each year is you come in here, you know, in April 17th for the off-season program, and uh, when you ask the new guys to stand up, it would be dang near half the room. So, you know, what we've tried to build is our foundation, how we meet, how we practice, how we prepare, how we travel, our mindset going into games, um, and you have, you know, guys that have been on the roster or on the roster that are coming back that can help facilitate that with the new players that are coming in because every year is a new year. Uh, the, the, the team we had this year, it'll be different next year. Um, and that's just the NFL. So how you build the chemistry with the team is important. It starts, you know, it starts in April. So it's a, you know, you're glad you have some of the players that you're going to have coming back. Uh, but certainly you're going to have a lot of new players, whether that's draft picks, free agent, different guys. And, you know, everybody's got to you know, come together again and start building, you know, the team for the next season. Ryan, do you anticipate any changes to your coaching staff and kind of part two to that? And you have to at least prepare for the potential of replacing a coordinator if they, you know, if they get a job? Yeah, like I've said all season, I, I have a lot of confidence in our guys. Um, they've done a great job, and women um, on our staff. You know, when you have these interviews that come up, and I've been part of them the last three seasons, you always have to have a plan because you never know what's going to happen um, if Wink gets a job, if Kaka gets a job. So then you have to go through the whole process. The good thing about, you know, being here, for the second year is you have a lot of people in place that, again, go back to what I said about the players and know how we do things. So as I'm sitting up there with LY and going through calendars and OTA practices and when the offseason starts and 
self scout and you know we, we do a lot of things last year was the first time we all did it to uh together this this will be the second time so a little bit more smooth joe do you think there's a big gap between the giants and the two teams that remain standing in the nc um yeah we, i mean i know philly more intimately and yeah i would say yes yeah there's a talent gap there that we need to we need to close and that's to me, it's the NFC East. I mean, we're one five and one against the NFC East, and if you, if you win the division, the rest takes care of itself. So that's always going to be a goal of ours, um, you know, to close that gap and you know be NFC East champs. So that's that's the goal, and that's what we're going to work towards. There were a lot of restrictions on, on you when you came in last year financially. You know, with with the team, you you were putting together a staff. Things are a little more stable now going into this. How much have you been looking forward to this offseason and and really? getting your hands on this roster and doing it the way you wanted to do it. Yeah. I didn't want the season, Dan. I'll tell you that. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, that was, I think Dave saying a crash landing. That's, that's right. I mean, still driving in this morning, it, it still hurts, but, um, yeah, I mean, you, you just, you just have more flexibility. There were times in season where there were maybe some veteran players that we wanted to sign that would have helped us. And we just, we, we, we weren't able to do it. You know, there was, that that part stinks throughout the season because we, we could have helped the roster, but uh, just didn't have the flexibility. So yeah, it's definitely um, you know to you know to have financial flexibility, nine draft picks, um, to be able to you know devise a plan where you have a little bit more flexibility and resources. I'm definitely more excited. You know, I'm definitely excited about that. The gap that exists between you and the Eagles and the other Super Bowl contenders, given your roster and cap situation, do you think it's possible to close that gap in one year? Or is it likely to take longer than that? We're going to try to do the best we can. We're always going to try to be a better, you know, roster, players, whatever it may be, resources around here, whatever it is. Anything that we can do that's best interest of the, the franchise is going to make us better, we're going to do. Can't put a time frame on that, but, you know, we're going to be relentless in the pursuit of you know, building a championship team here. And that's our show for today, Giants fans. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.